0: Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday service and the sharing of God's Word. This is where we study, learn, abide in our personal journeys along our daily walk with Christ. One thing that I know for sure, there is our way, and then there is God's way. Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to once again come together in fellowship, to share and partake of your word in your word, your wisdom, your discernment, your divine measure, as we look for, seek for our purpose in life, our way to navigate through this life, uh, our help Uh, which we know comes from You, and a way as an example in Your Word of how we should live according to Your Word, according to Your purpose, so that we may have peaceful and harmonious lives, so that we may face the challenges that uh, encounter us and emerge victorious. That, we all know, is within the confines of your word, easy and free access for all of us, and we're glad and thankful for the opportunity to share in that in today, uh, in today's message. We thank you for that. We thank you for the hearts and minds that are listening. We ask that you open those, make them receptive to your word and your teachings, and give you all of the glory. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Well, I'm glad that you could uh, join us again uh, for this Sunday's message. Um, Looking forward to sharing it with you. Um, I I want to uh, talk today about asking and receiving. Uh, We have read and understood that we rely on God for our provision, for Uh, the things that we need in our lives and there's not a complex process there's not some um, code that has to be cracked or or some you know scientific formula it's very simple it's not simplistic as you've heard me say but but it is simple and 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 so i want to i want to speak to that i'm going to take today's text from john uh, 15 and start with verses 1 through 7 again reading from uh, the uh, New International Reader's Version. Uh, the heading on this this one is "Is the vine and the branches. and And so in verse 15 it says, I am the true vine. My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch joined to me that does not bear fruit. He trims every branch that does not bear fruit. Then it will bear even... He trims every branch that does bear fruit then it will bear even more fruit you are already clean because of the word i've spoken to you remain joined to me and i will remain joined to you no branch can bear fruit by itself it it must remain joined to the vine in the same way you can't bear fruit unless you remain joined to me i am the vine you are the branches if anyone remains joined to me, and I to him, he will bear a lot of fruit. You can't do anything without me. Verse 6 says, If anyone does not remain joined to me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and dries up. Branches like those are picked up. They are thrown into the fire and burned. Finally, verse 7, If you remain joined to me, And my words remain in you. Ask for anything you wish, and it will be given to you. That is a very strong verse. Ask for anything you wish, and it will be given to you. So the topic title of today's message is, Your Well is where you dwell. Again, I'll say your well, your resources, is where you dwell. Our, our supply of resources come from where we spend the majority, the mo- most of our time. So if, if we spend our time frivolously um, in, in ways that are fruitless, evil, uh, self-promoting, full of envy and spitefulness, we won't have what we need and and even what we do obtain and get it, it won't last uh on the other hand if we abide with christ if we are intentional in in our ways and and with a focus of of being fruitful god will supply all of our needs our desires and they will be long-standing they will last so I want to talk about the first point: is uh, pruning promotes purpose. It, it it talked about the the pruning process, and in in here in this parable, Jesus is speaking of, and he off, as he often did, it, wine and, and, and grapes. Wine gets a bad rap in today's times. It, it was very important back then. It was vibrant. It was vital. It was it had high value. It was even it was prominent. It was a prominent item in the, in the life of of Jesus. It was widely used in trade. It was even used to to pay off debts. Uh, harvest time in the vineyards uh, was was a jubilant time of of celebration and 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 having a vineyard uh, uh, as as a Hebrew was considered an ideal and peaceful life. So so with that, that's that's why Christ often spoke in and around vineyards. Um, and used parables about vines and grapes and wine because people understood it. They understood him better. There's a great importance of connectedness. So Christ is the vine. God is the gardener. And we as believers are the branches. Grapes uh, were were very valuable, but the, the, the vine that Christ represents is more valuable than gold right the 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 vine the the root it supplies nourishment life through sap um to the branches and and that's where it talked about without me branches cannot produce fruit on their own they they have to be connected to a vine the vine in order to produce any fruit what they what they get to be able to produce fruit comes from the vine. So otherwise they they won't grow at all. And so there are many branches, yet only one vine, and that one vine unifies them. It it is the center center of all. So you know me, I like to talk about definitions of words. Words matter. Let's talk about prune in that pruning process. God often there's a pruning process that we as Christians go through in our lives, and it's not necessarily punishment, and it's not God being mean. To, to prune is uh, to improve, to polish, yes, to cut, but it is cutting with the intent to direct the growth of. They, they cut back parts for a better shape uh, or a more fruitful growth. It happens very often with our hair we cut off the the loose ends uh, the, the the cut off the 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 ends that are frayed in order to what grow the hair it doesn't mean the hair is bad um that doesn't mean it, it it there's a cutting off the parts cutting away that that which is unwanted um uh that unnecessary uh needless uh obsolete so sometimes pruning is pruning away the ornamentation something that is there for only appearance but serves no purpose. Again, has no value. Pruning is to remove that which hinders growth, frayed ends of hair, uh, and is fruitless, right? It, It is to remove us from that which will no longer bear fruit in God's kingdom and it won't glorify god so in the pruning process there's a specific reason for that in order for us to be fruitful in the kingdom of god there are sometimes things that have to be removed and and we should be grateful for those 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 are hindrances with them being removed our heart then in belonging to being committed to god we are now in a place to ask of him whatever he purposed for us whatever He wants us to have. So you see, it's, again, not magical. If we have, if He, if he has pruned away from, the, from our lives, those things that are fruitless, those things that are hindering our growth, we are committed in our walk and committed and dedicated and focused and our hearts belong to God, then it, it, it goes very naturally, it flows very naturally that He would give us the desires of our heart he would give us what he wants us to have because because we're going to want the right things we're going to we're going to ask for beyond needs even our wants they're godly the right things it it is yes just that simple in in john 15 verse 2 it says any in the amplified any branch in me that does not bear fruit that stops bearing he cuts away trims off takes away and he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. So that pruning process is, is God's refining, uh, thinking of refining gold. In order to refine gold, in, all, in order to remove all the impurities, uh, should, should you of, of gold, you've got to turn the intensity of the heat up. So some of us, we've felt that heat in our lives, and it's not because we've done something wrong. It's that refining process of removing the the dross. It floats to the top. And and then it's scooped off and discarded, it's pruned away, it's removed, and that then increases the value of that gold. Yes, some gold can be more valuable than other gold. It depends on how many impurities are in there. So we, in terms of being in the kingdom of God, in terms of producing fruit, can have and be of more value when we have been pruned to those things that get in our way, that gets in the way of us producing fruit, have been removed from our lives, which we should be thankful for not not uh chagrinning so the the removing of the dross of the world and flesh purging a, a, a cleansing uh uh a virtue in 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 God's work works in 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 grace and it works out corruption so in God's grace and mercy and that working out corruption in us that pruning process of getting things out of our spirit and our fleshly leanings. So in that process, in that pruning process, it it helps us to be more aligned to we, we must be vigilant with our, our tempers and our and our disposition. But we should be devoted to walking with Christ and and that is in to honor God. And so that's where good works can come into play avoid you know looking and sounding and acting like or pretending to be a branch yet not bearing any fruit giving off the appearance of well i'm i'm doing this that or the other but it's really fruitless because it can be in vain conceit it can be for one's own recognition but is it for god are you fully devoted and committed and convicted to walking with 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 christ in in john verse 15 uh, verse eight and nine it says, When you bear a lot of fruit, it brings glory to my Father. It shows you are my disciples, just as the Father has loved me, I have loved you. now remain in my love so the the, the benefits there of bearing uh, a lot of fruit, of good fruit, of higher quality fruit. There was in in the vineyard examples. It talks about the quality of the grapes, and there is many varieties. And the the based on the quality of the grape, it produces what better wine, wine that can be enjoyed. And and so our Father God in enjoys uh, the the wine. Produce from our our grapes, good works, that are of the highest quality. It brings glory to Him. Why? Because, as it says, the, the, the branch can do nothing without the vine. We couldn't produce those good works if it wasn't for God. So what we, in our good works, are saying, implying, conveying to unbelievers and believers, to encourage them that God has given us the strength and the ability and the creativity and the the, the courage and the skill and the aptitude and the gifts to be able to produce that fruit. This is actually God's fruit that he inspired and created, that we got from the vine as the branch. And we're doing that out of love God has loved us and it is as a way of returning that love back to him We, we we love him back second point I want to make is God chose us and he provides the directions in 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 John 15 verse 4 and 6 in the Amplified it says dwell in me and I will dwell in you Live in me, and I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in, being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in him bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me you can do nothing if a person does not dwell in me he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers such branches are gathered up and thrown in the fire as they are burned so so i ask you where is it that you are dwelling where where are you spending your time communing with what what are you worshiping is, is it on the television, a magazine, um, a sports team, um, uh, luxury items, clothing? It, it, what you, they, they say what you think about most is your God. So if you find yourself dwelling in, in, in the world, of the world, we're in it but not of it, then you're going to find yourself not producing fruit and worst case, you know, kindle, kindle for fire. In, in what season, uh, it, 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 to what extent and for what purpose or cause are you working to uh, produce fruit? Again, is it selfish ambition or, or selfless investment? Is it selfish ambition, all for you, you get the glory, or selfless investment? I am a branch, my power, strength, ability, aptitude, everything I have and gifts come from God, and I'm going to utilize that. I'm, I'm going to put that into action and play and produce good fruit, selfless investment. Why? Because it brings glory to God. So we, we, we must abide in Christ and, and, and to, to, to maintain and keep up our union with him and and that is many times walking in faith we don't see it we don't see how we don't necessarily know sometimes it appears to be frightening but we know that we have the promise that he will provide all that we ask for if we are what abiding in if we're producing the fruit if 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 you have a healthy plant which we know we have because uh, because of the vine the vine is giving the branches what it needs. It's going to produce fruit. We, we heard very clearly, can't do it without me, can only do it with me. So we have to fully depend on him and, and make it a habit to be in communion with. Right. We, we gain all of our needs and supplies from him as the branch. Everything comes from the vine. As the sap in the vine abides in the branch, as the branch abides with the vine, this is constant communication. It does not come detached. And and we know that we know he never fails. So we trust God for all of our needs and our godly desires. In, In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Again, in the New International Reader's Version, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. In verse 6, In all your ways, remember him. Then he will make your paths smooth and straight. In the Amplified, it breaks it down into more detail. Again, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. In the Amplified, verse 5, Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the lord with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding verse six in all your ways know recognize and acknowledge him and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths it you it, it can't be any more clear than that if i don't know where to go i know who to go to to be able to understand and know and be provided with the discernment on where I should go if I don't have what I need I know who to go to to receive what it is that I need the source if I'm not sure if, if, if I have a car and I don't know how it works what do I do I take it back to the manufacturer if something's not working right I take it back to the manufacturer, I take it back to whoever created it, because they know it best, and they're able to restore it back to, it may be a pruning process, remove some things that are in it that are causing it to not function, to get it back to where it needs to be. So, when, when asking for, for what we desire, we, we need to choose wisely. Now, the key... Uh, uh, is the, 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 the if you will to unlocking the treasure chest the the secret is that we abide in him right if we seek his face to know his plan for our lives we'll only want for ourselves what he wants for us, and he will provide it i 'm going to say that again if We seek his face and seek to know the plan he has for our lives. We will only want for ourselves what he wants for us and in the word is promised to provide it. There's only one stipulation. Obeying God's commands is the key to unlocking the treasures. As as we've discussed in the past weeks, God wants to provide for you. He wants to, to, to give us exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask or imagine. He wants to give us hope and a future. He wants to. He has a strong desire to, if it's good for us. So in, in, in John verse 15, um John fifteen, sorry. Verse 10 through 17, it says, If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. In the same way, I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy will be in you. I also want your joy to be complete. Here is my command love each other just as I have loved you. No one has greater love. Than the one who gives his life for his friends you are my friends if you do what i command i do not call you servants anymore servants do not know their master's business instead i have called you friends i have told you everything i learned from my father you did not choose me instead i chose you i appointed you to go and bear fruit it is fruit that will last then the father will give you anything you ask for in my name here is my command love each other self-explanatory if you love someone you are not going to mistreat them if you love someone you're not going to belittle and put down and do things that would hurt or harm them or cause them to unrest. You won't be wicked. It, 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 it doesn't get much more simpler than that, but we'll add a little bit to it. Psalms 37 verses four through eight, back to the NIRV, verse four, find your delight in the Lord, then he will give you everything your heart really wants commit your life to the lord he is what here is what he will do if you trust in him he will make your godly ways shine like the dawn he will make your honest life shine like the sun at noon be still be patient wait for the lord to act don't be upset when other people succeed don't be upset when they carry out their evil plans keep from being angry turn away from anger don't be upset that only leads to evil understanding this is a lot of scripture but i want to go to the amplified to 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 expand upon what we just read so again psalms 37 4 through 8 in the amplified it says delight yourself also in the lord and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart God knows what you want before you even utter, to, before you even begin to ask for it. The secret petitions, the asks, things that are in, in your and of your heart, he is aware. And verse 5, commit your way to the Lord, roll and repose each care of your load on him. Trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Verse 6, and he will make your uprightness and right standing with God go forth as the light and your justice and right as the shining of the sun the noonday. 7, be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him and patiently lean yourself upon him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass cease from anger and forsake wrath fret not yourself it 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 tends only to 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 evil doing so so it couldn't be more clear it 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 spells it out very plainly and in whom we rely on what we should be doing what we should refrain from and i don't care if somebody else is is doing their thing if it that's the, their walk right it, is is where is clear we must abide in love we must commit to walking with christ let others through, through your authentic actions see god in your life through his blessings and in you through your loving kind measured forgiving peace-seeking temperament and behavior uh, if, if you're if you're looking for how uh look at the world's way and, and do the opposite Replace hate with love. Replace envy with being happy for others. Replace anger with calm. Replace discord with peace. Replace spite and malice with love and forgiveness. Seek ways to instill harmony. Seek out ways to give. Be benevolent and caring. Be assured instead of fearful. Seek and spread joy instead of dislike and misery. And above all, love God with all of your heart so that he will direct and guide your path. That is the key to unlocking your treasures. Simply put, it's abide, obey, ask, and receive. Unlike the fairy tales and fables we've seen, God is not some magic genie in, in a bottle. Nor is he Santa God or or, or God Claus. God loves us, and He wants us to have every one of our godly desires. He's waiting to give them to us. Being fruitful shows the greatness of God and His glory. By Him giving us our godly desires, it glorifies Him. It it, it strengthens the belief and faith. Of others so is that loving god walking with christ too much to ask considering that god has given us the, the gift of eternal life through the sacrifice of jesus christ his son i i don't believe that's too much to ask i i believe that's a, a very fair Trade, at least we come out the winners because we've not made a sacrifice that great, nor are we ever asked to. We're simply asked to be branches that produce good fruit, attached, commune, abide with the vine, so God may be glorified, so people may be healed and helped. And in this short life, that we're here on earth. We are promised eternal life from the time that we spend here. Eternal versus temporal. We receive the winning hand, if you will, and should walk accordingly. Father God, we thank you for this time that we've had together to to share, to ingest, to hear your word and your ways. We thank you for your divine wisdom. We thank you for your divine provision. We thank you for your mercy and grace. And And God, we thank you for your pruning We thank you for removing any and everything from our lives that stands in the way of or in between us. Your love for us and and our love and desire to serve you. God, I pray that this message lands on hearts to help soften, that it opens doors and minds and the eyes of believers and non-believers alike so that they can walk a more fulfilling purposed fruitful life that gives you all of the glory all of the honor all of the praise that fulfillment can be obtained and move moving away from the torment from the the, the confusion from the lack to abundance to being in your kingdom to being in relationship with you so that the steps that your believers take are your steps and that they are following in your path and in your way and, and father if there's anybody that may be watching listening that is not a believer I encourage them to pray this prayer with me so that they may come in to begin and develop a further relationship with you. And, and that, that's called the sinner's prayer. And it goes like, God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that your son, Jesus, gave up his life for me by dying on the cross in my place and rose again so that I may be saved i ask that you come into my heart and i accept your precious gift of salvation victory over sin and eternal life with you all of this we ask and pray in jesus name amen if you prayed that prayer you have accepted christ into your life today is a new beginning the first day Of the rest of your life. I I encourage you to read and study and immerse yourself in God's Word so that you will be well equipped to manage, deal with, and and get through victoriously the, the challenges that you will face while here on earth this short time that we're here. Please share this message with others so that it will encourage them in their daily walk with Christ. And then I also ask that you consider supporting this ministry through a financial gift. Give as you feel led by God. Give joyfully, knowing that your gift will be returned to you manyfold. Your gifts help, help to accomplish His works. Thank you for joining. We appreciate your support, and I hope that you can join us again next Sunday. Until then, go and live your blessed life on purpose. <laughs> Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thought stirred in the sharing of God's Word, and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.